Over 60,000 songs are added to Spotify every day, and I'm here to make sure you don't miss any of the good ones. From independent artists just starting out to seasoned vets in the industry, this interview-style podcast highlights artists whose music you don't want to miss. Make sure to follow along to the Music You're Missing Spotify playlist to hear tracks from artists featured on the show. You're listening to Music You're Missing. I'm Brendan Gennetti, and today I'm talking to Morgan. I first found Morgan when I came across her track, Fine By Me, a few months back, and this is a huge feel-good track for me. I jammed it a bunch as the cold weather turned to warm here in Boston, and it's literally like one of my favorite genres of music. I don't necessarily know what you call it, but I loop it into some of my playlists that feature like Still Woozy and Remy Wolf. So I ended up quickly becoming a fan of Morgan and the rest of her catalog. Morgan just released another perfectly executed track called Mom Jeans. It literally has me, a 25-year-old man, screaming, man, I feel like a pretty girl. (laughs) She seems to just have a really great understanding of her own unique sound. And the fact that she is this good at just 18 tells me people won't be missing her music for much longer. I am so excited to speak with Morgan. But before I do, you've listened to podcasts before, you know the drill. First, I'm going to let you know that Morgan's face can be seen on the cover of the Music You're Missing Spotify playlist right now, and Mom Jeans is streaming at the number one spot on the playlist. While you're checking the playlist out, feel free to rate us five stars wherever you listen to podcasts. I know it's super corny to ask, but the more five-star ratings we get, the higher likelihood our episodes get playlisted or front-paged, which in turn gives these amazing artists more exposure. I also got to let you know that I got free stuff, courtesy of BeatStars. BeatStars is the world's number one digital music marketplace to buy and sell beats. BeatStars allows music creators to sell their products worldwide from beats, loops, and sound kits to vocals, lyrics, graphic designs, video editing, you name it. Dozens of top charting songs from the past few years were actually made on BeatStars or by BeatStars producers, including the literal longest number one song ever, Lil Nas X's Old Town Road. So whether you're an independent artist, singer, songwriter, rapper, A&R, or label, there are millions of beats available to you on BeatStars in any genre or style. You can also distribute your music through BeatStars, making this a great all-in-one platform. BeatStars is free to use for beginners, but you know BeatStars is hooking our listeners up because Music You're Missing listeners can get a free one-month premium subscription to open their own virtual music store by going to BeatStars.com MYM using the code MYM free. Again, that is BeatStars.com slash MYM, and the code is MYM free. You can find the link in our Instagram bio at Music You're Missing. And now, without further ado, I am so happy to bring you Morgan on Music You're Missing. So we have something in common. We both failed our driver's license test. Yes, dude. <laughs> literally. Okay. Okay. So funny how that like, so, okay. I want to hear your story because I, my story is like ridiculous and so stupid. And I just like, am so embarrassed. But <laughs> no, honestly, no, that so that's kind of similar. It really all started with the lady was so mean, okay? And I'm sensitive. She was immediately right off the bat, like my permit had been like damaged, I guess, because it's my wallet. So she was like, just so you know, even if you pass, like you're not able to drive until you get your hard copy license in because like your face is smudged. I'm like, it's black and white on piece of paper either way. Like, 
you're not going to be able to make code. So like I was already frazzled and then they pushed it back like two hours because my dad didn't sign something. So I was like so nervous. I think I was crying beforehand. And then I'm taking, no. <laughs> yeah, I just like wasn't holding it back. Um, and then I'm like taking the test and he was like, do a three point turn. So I go to do a three point turn and I go to put my blinker on as, as a respectful driver does. And I accidentally put uh, my windshield wipers on. And I was using, yeah, no, yeah, when you're trying to put the left directional on, you accidentally no! spray windshield wiper <laughs> fluid. Um, so I'm like, obviously like nervous. I'm freaking out. And the lady was just like, all right, like shut him off. And I'm like, I, I literally don't know how to do this. this. Isn't my car. Like, this is your car. I've never dealt with these. And then they failed me for Wait, not. Wait, you're no using her car? Yeah. I forgot to mention that part. So it was like through this driving school where you would use their car and like it, they did it at my high school. So everyone would just show up in a line. And then that's like the icing on the cake is like, I didn't know the interior of my vehicle. So she failed me. And then she had to drive my ass back and I'm crying. And they're just people from my high school there. And I'm like, just in tears, like, I just failed my license test. I also failed my permit test so the first time. What? That is horrible. <laughs> no, that is it is. so much worse than my story. That is, like, humiliating on so <laughs> many different levels. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, oh wait, so then how did you fail? Well, okay, I just almost, like, killed someone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just almost like crashed into a car. Like it's just like at least I didn't have to like do it at my high school. I was in my car. Like, I, um, but dude, this guy. So I immediately. Oh my god. Oh god. I was like, so when I'm nervous, I just start talking, um, oh, yeah. and I just like keep talking, which is it just is not it for people at like 9 a.m. This man just wanted to like do his job and like not deal with me. Um. And I was like, so like, how did you get into this? What did the, 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 and like asking him all these fucking questions. And he was like, how did like, you get into like, being a driver's ed teacher is the funniest question. I think you could ask someone. He literally was just like, he was like, he was like, can we're not, I'm not allowed to talk to you. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm, that is absolutely not true. And I know that for a fucking fact, but, um, cool. <laughs> like whatever. Um, and so I like immediately was like, okay, so he hates me. <laughs> and I was like, great. I'd so be frazzled. Like, oh, I was like fully just like, okay, I'm going to like die. <laughs> and so I like pull out of the fucking DMV and I drive down the road and I turn right. I literally remember exactly. So I turn right and then there's this stoplight. And every single time I know that I practiced around the DMV and I was like, okay, I know the route. I can do this really well. Um, but this light Every single time I was so bad at because it, when it turns red, it, there are cars that are always turning left. And somehow my brain just doesn't see the cars turning left. <laughs> so I go to turn right. And this man literally had to reach across, grab the steering wheel. And I was like, I was like, oh shit. And like slammed on the brakes. And he was like, yeah, so that was an immediate fail. Um, and I was yeah. just, I was like, yeah, no, I completely understood. Um, and then I turn on my, and I go back, I pull back into the DMV. This is like not even five minutes into the, like to the test. And like, I pull it, I pull up, you know? Um, and he was like, he was like, okay, so um, overall, you're actually a really good driver. You're just really nervous. 
And that was like really bad. Um, he probably <laughs> he said really it in like, a lot. Oh, never mind. I was gonna say he really didn't like sugarcoat that for you. Oh no, he definitely did not. But like he was like actually a lot more like he was like, Yeah, you sucked. I <laughs> <laughs> was like, Yeah, I did almost kill someone. So understood. Um, but yeah, it was really funny. And then uh I I was like, I felt like a failure. I don't feel oh, yeah. much like I mean I I'm a really like I was a straight A student. Like I was like that kid who was like had to be perfect in everything I did mm-hmm. when I was younger. Um, and so I was like, it was like one of the first big failures, you know, um, I 100% I was, agree with that. Like you, it was honestly like probably the most worthless I've ever felt because you don't know any better at the time. Literally. Like, oh. how, so okay. how long did it take you for to then for you to actually get your license? Oh, it just I, I oh, the. Let me tell you. So <laughs> this story goes on. Um, but I go back to the DMV two weeks later because you have to practice for two weeks. Yep. He like walks outside and I was like, oh, shit. It's the same guy. And, and he like gets in my car and I was like, what's up, man? And he was like, you ready? And I was like, <laughs> I guess so. And he was like, he's like, well, you'll be fine. And I was just like, I know you already hate me. It's okay. Like, I was like, okay. <laughs> so I passed. I mean, he was like, you actually were, he, he like pulled at it pulled in and uh, he was like, so and like did the whole, like, you know, like, like he was like, so like horrible. And then finally was like, you passed. And I was like, you bitch. <laughs> he did not have to play you like that. But you know you he gets the biggest rise from doing that. Crying. <laughs> I was like, dude, like, why? Why would you do that to me? I'm an innocent human being. I deserve compassion. And I then mean, he was like. But that was probably like, if no one else failed that day, that was probably like the highlight of his day. Like, no, like that one minute where he was tricking you into thinking you failed. Probably. It probably made his entire fucking day, but it did not. I was like, I was like, dude, you killed me. You murdered me. But it was great knowing I passed and whatever. But um, my best friend at the time was like so annoying because she had passed the first time mm. and she was like, you're fine. Like, you'll be fine. And I was just like, you passed the first time. What is wrong with me? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's so that's funny. funny. I mean, and then it's funny because the rest is history. Like you are so sad in, in the time and then you get your license and you have it forever. And you literally never have to think about that again unless you're on a podcast. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like literally have not thought about that since like, to, like I was like, I was like, oh my God, no. Um, yeah, there was, and that is something I do not think about ever, mostly because I'm like, that was traumatic. And one of the worst <laughs> things I've ever done, like, I'm like, I really failed so hard it is like i'm like i'm a very extreme person i either exceed in something where like so like i exceed or i completely fail and i'm just like how morgan of me like <laughs> i like that i really do that i feel like i kind of agree with that and i feel like that just kind of goes with being like a, a creative or a musician yeah like yeah but now we're taking w's because you, you said you're 18 now mm-hmm. wow still so young but also kind of an adult and you, you've moved out. Is this your first time like moving away from home? Yeah. Um, I, so I moved out when I was 17 um, and then turned 18 uh, while I was in LA for like the first two. It was so funny. I, I like, so I moved. <laughs> oh my God. 
I moved into my apartment with my two roommates who are like angels. I love them so much. Um, and they, we were all chilling for like a week and then my 18th birthday happened and it was just so funny because I was like, I literally could have just waited till I was 18 because my parents had to co-sign because I was 17 Yeah, and nobody wants to, nobody wants to have a 17 year old living in an apartment. Like, are you kidding? Oh my God. I felt bad for my roommates because I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, (laughs) I know I have a problem. Um, but yeah, I, I was it was really funny um turning 18 in an apartment my first birthday without um my parents i think maybe my mom i can't remember i think my mom might have driven down but yeah i don't know it was really funny but i was like weird it was weird to be in an apartment that was mine yeah. for my birthday and you're like you're there because you're pursuing a career yeah So what prompted the move? Like, was there a certain milestone that you reached where you're like, let's hit LA? Or was this something you know, like you felt necessary to start your career in music? It was definitely more gradual. Um, I was definitely like, I knew I wasn't going to go to college. My parents didn't know that. (laughs) I knew that. (laughs) I was like, they were like, so college. And I was like, "Mm." oh, for me. (laughs) um i was like i don't think so i was like well let's take a gap year um and so i graduated high school early actually and then i was like i'll have like my senior year be my gap year so i don't have to take a gap year if i want to go to college um so i decided to do that that this was my gap year um and uh luckily for me (laughs) things are popping off (laughs) um the year was successful but um yeah so I like decided I told my parents I was like I want to pursue music I really want to like dive in and like write a lot of music and focus really 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 hard on growing my social media platforms and whatever else I can do um and really dive deep into the industry and so um for my entire 17 year year old year I guess I kind of just did that and um and then towards the end of it, I had told my parents, I was like, I need to move to LA. I was taking trips. I've been taking trips to LA since I was 15. So it was just the natural progression. Yeah. Um, and also like, I wanted to move to New York uh, just because I love the city. And then I was like, yeah, dumb. Like <laughs> the whole music industry is in LA. Like it really no is. Reason to- yeah. So I was like, okay. And also like, it's close to my parents um, and my brother, I have a sibling um and he's like my little homie um he's chilling like over there um and so um and uh yeah so it's nice to be close to them and so anyways it just like kind of all made sense um and then I was like I was like okay I'm ready to move I was so ready to move um and I I sat down with my parents and I was like I need to I'm ready to start looking for apartments and they were like okay Let's try to do this. They're definitely helping me out for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not doing this by myself. Um, and they're like, okay, we'll give you another year <laughs> to figure this out. <laughs> um, and then you need to start paying your rent. And I was like, no, understood, completely understood. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're very supportive. And I 
like I'm stoked about yeah. the whole situation. I mean, that's super clutch, but, but for real, I mean, you, you've clearly accomplished a lot in a short amount of time. So what could happen in that year really is influential. So I definitely agree that you're, you're doing the right, you're doing the right thing, especially now in like the age of TikTok and, and how quick things blow up, take advantage of it while things are still relevant and popping off. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. I think like, um, especially I knew how important it was to start at an early age. Um, and like, I also like my friends who are older than me were like, who have gone to college Mm -hmm. were like, there's no need. I mean, there's a need to go to college for some people to figure out, like, it's a kind of like a stepping stone a lot of the time for human beings and like getting like started in the career, making connections, blah, blah, blah. But I was already making connections because I had been going down to LA. My friends were like, why would you go to college? Like, there's no reason. Um, also, so much money. So oh, much money. God. Yeah. And I like that's like been my thing with my parents. I'm like, guess who's not in debt? You guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and especially oh in like the music business and music industry, that the degrees there are so so pricey. Like beyond, I mean, NYU's. I remember I was looking at that one. It was like seventy thousand dollars just for one year, and you have to do that four times, yeah. and then take out loans, exactly. which is more interest. <laughs> it's just kind of saying you have to fail. You're doing the right thing. I'm like, no, no, no. And I always wanted to go. To, I wanted to go to NYU my whole life. Actually, I wanted to go. And then my my manager was is was at Clive Davis and he was like, it's a good school. But then he was like, you don't need to go to college. And I was like, I don't want to go to college. <laughs> but I had been like studying to go to college since I was a kid, you yeah. know, like how the school system works. So I was like, obviously I want to go to college. And then I was like, just kidding. And I was like, what am I going to do? Move to LA. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's just like, um, it's a funny, it's a funny world, but I, yeah, I'm really happy I'm pursuing music and not going to college because I'm not wanting to be in student debt. That is not a fun thing. I'm watching my friends who are like <laughs> working three jobs trying to pay off their student debt. They're like, we're tying. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry. Uh, um, I'm in the whoops. club. Well, I mean, clearly we, we've said that you have accomplished a lot in the year, but I do want to give context for those listening that might not know. The EP is called Unaccompanied Minor. I first heard you and I was like blown away how new you were. Like it sounded so, I don't know, like it literally just sounded like you had such a great vision of the sound you wanted to convey and like the messages that you wanted to convey. And I listened to the whole project and I was like, damn, this like really makes sense. (laughs) It's great. It doesn't sound like this would be your early works. Like this sounds like you've been in the game for a while. Thanks. Oh, that's actually really sweet. I, I think it's funny because um, as somebody who was like, I, I have been, I mean, I feel like I've been in the music industry for a while, but like, not really. It's been three years. Like, I'm just like, I feel like just because I'm like, a ki- like a kid, like yeah. I'm not actually, I'm a full grown adult now. But um, when I started as a kid, I was like, I was like, I haven't been doing this for so long. Like, Ah, and then I, I'm like 18 and I'm like, I'm a child. Like, <laughs> I'm not an adult. Um, I have not been doing this for so long, but I definitely like, I appreciate that because um, it was like, it's been definitely really hard to feel like um, everything ha- is cohesive because I was doing so much stuff when I was younger. Yeah. And um, having that stuff that I released on a company minor when I was like 16, 17. So um, listening to that, those works now is like, I'm like, Oh my God, I was a kid. 
Because I wrote some of that stuff when I was like 14 and 15. Like I'm a completely wow. different person when I was from when I was that like that age. But um, but yeah, I mean, I'm really happy with that project. It was definitely a project um that I worked on for a while. It was crazy. Um, because we were in a global pandemic. Um, and that was who knew you would be writing music over Zoom. I yeah. didn't. <laughs> like that whole project was mostly made over zoom, which is like such a crazy concept because it's like, like you're not even in the room with people, you know, and which is such a big part of the, the musical, like, I guess journey or whatever, like the, the situation, you know, is like being in the room with people and hanging out and like. The <laughs> EP was clutch because like I said, it was, it was so good, but I mean, it also got picked up by like Elton John on his radio show dude did you how did you know like how did that go down walk me through your reaction how did that feel um oh my god well first of all i mean honestly i have no i really like those things are like honestly kind of just like circumstantial and like yeah. just happen sometimes um but like this dude jeremy who works at apple music um pick who heard my stuff my stuff was like oh like this kid like cool stuff like her stuff let me send it over to elton john no biggie <laughs> real quick like, let me just uh, pass this over um and i was like and so he he actually dm'd me and was like hey um your song is gonna be played on elton john's radio station and i was like what the fuck <laughs> like i was like i was like what who are you what's going on yeah that like, um, seems like a fake dm that you would get Literally. And I was, I did, I did, I like screenshotted it and like sent it to my manager and was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, what is going <laughs> on? Um, and he was like, Oh, like, yeah, like so-and-so like he works for blah, blah, blah. and he's like helping you out. And I was like, that's crazy. Like, I'm, this is insane. What is going on? And then, um, and then it happened and I like freaked out and I was like, this isn't real. Like, this isn't happening. Like Delton John, nah, like I'm a kid. Like what? Um, and then I was like, not my idol from childhood, like saying my name on like the radio show. And then I sat down and it happened on a Saturday, just a casual Saturday morning. And, and I not, was just like, not only did he say your name, didn't he like spell it out? <laughs> I yeah, think he went yeah. letter by letter. <laughs> he literally worked like literally letter for letter was like M-O-R-G-E-N. And I was like, bro, <laughs> how to spell my name half of my relatives don't even know how to spell my name i'm like you are the love of my life um it was crazy i was like dude it is i i freaked out it was probably the proudest i've ever seen my my dad honestly because he's like an elton john like yeah stick. like i think it's interesting because for me it was a huge deal but for my dad it was like insane because i mean he, like he like grew up on Elton John's music and like for him Elton John is like God yeah like Jesus like is Elton John <laughs> like I'm like for my dad like who's a musical like you know like he loves music like it's just like so that was huge um and I cried a lot I cried very hard um one of my friends was like I sent like a picture of me just like bawling she was like you good and I was like Elton John because <laughs> she was like dude like that's insane like I haven't seen you cry like this in a long time like dear what's going on and I was like ah <laughs> it was amazing I oh it was insane um 
but yeah, and it happened twice. Once with 3D, well, I'm trying to think. It was Odd One Out, which was my first release ever, um, my first single. And then it happened again for my second single, I think, which was 3D. Um, and I, like, flipped my shit both times. Um, yeah. First time was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm literally going to pass away. Um, <laughs> like, bury me now. <laughs> like, second, I can die happy. Second time um, you were like, oh, I'm used to this. I was I'm definitely not. Um, I I died more like understandably. Um, but I like the second time I was like, this is insane. Like I just I think like it it's just like it was it's so unreal to me that like he even knows I exist. I'm like, it's so funny though, because like all my family members were like, you know John? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, no, he knows me. But he knows me. Like I was like. I'm stoked about the fact that he just said my name. I'm like, what? It was just crazy. Anyways, it was just insane. I I definitely was like tripping and it was very, very validating <laughs> for yeah. my little like 16, 17. How was that? I think it was like 16, 16 or 17. And I was like, I was like, well, I think I'm good at what I do. I guess I'm, I guess I'm good. I guess I'm good enough. Like it was like, it was so nice. Oh my God. I feel like that's like eternal validation. I feel like that must've been super helpful to really kind of continue to navigate the industry, knowing that you have someone so not just important, but like influential and and actually really talented. You have their seal of approval. Definitely must've added some confidence to you. Oh my God. Yeah, dude, it was, uh, it, 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 it solidified a lot of like self, like, I don't even know. I did it solidified a lot. Yeah. Are there other like outlets or like playlists or something that you like really want to get your music on other than music oh you're God. missing? Of course. I was, so I was thinking about this. Um, I mean, I would love to get on like a Spotify playlist, like Lorem and stuff like that. Like, Have you been be on Lorem yet? I haven't been on Laura. That's surprising. Like, you fit the I'm vibe. So sad. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wait, where, where am I? Um, I think I would fit really well into the Laura situation, but um, but it hasn't happened yet, and that's okay. And I'm like waiting for my turn. Um, but like stuff like that, like pollen, maybe. I think mm-hmm. I was on pollen. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, I think that's a good but- way to phrase it, though. Like. It definitely will happen for like with confidence it'll happen. I it might, you know, it might take a, a minute. They got to get through everyone, but you definitely deserve a place there. Uh, and I can, I can definitely see your tracks having like a unique life on those playlists. Yeah. I feel like, I think that it, it'll definitely happen. Spotify has been fun for us um, just because I, it's definitely an algorithm thing. Mm. And like, we're, we're just learning that sort of situation right now. And, and I'm like, it's a learning process learning process um but yeah i but i was thinking about like other sort of like media things like that i wanted to be a part of and i was like thinking of like all my favorite tv shows which are like none of them like would like work my music would work in like i'm just like thinking like i watch like the great and like i watch like stranger things and i'm like mom jeans (laughs) would not fit into either of those shows i'm like none of this but then i was like i like unfortunately the stuff that I like watch that like would fit in it's like um oh my god you know the show atypical no I it's don't like, 
Oh, it's so good. It's on Netflix. I definitely recommend. Um, okay. I'm, I'm in the market for a new show, so I'll have to check it out. Get it. It's actually really good. It's very cute. It's very sweet. Um, But like shows like like a good like Netflix like TV show with like like a teen TV show, I feel like is where my music belong, belongs, like a coming of age sort of situation. I can see that. Um, unfortunately, I, I am coming of age. Like, <laughs> I am the kid. Like, like it, yeah, it's funny because I feel like I'm like, I've been an adult for a while, but I also um, still feel like I'm 12 a lot of the time. Like, I'll be like getting gas at the gas station. I'll be like having an anxiety attack and I'll be like, <laughs> Why do I feel this way? <laughs> but it is what it is. Hey, um, I mean, not to scare you, but I don't think that feeling ever goes away. <laughs> I think no matter how I, old you are, you kind of feel that way. It is so, and I'm just like, you know, like there's like this, like I, I thought that like being an adult was going to be like this, like really big thing. And like, I was going to like feel like super cool and different and blah, blah, blah. Nah. <laughs> no, like all the stuff from childhood just, it's still there. You just learn how to deal with it better. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. You get more better coping mechanisms. You learn too much about yourself and start overanalyzing every single thing. And <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a fun time. It's a fun time. But yeah, I'm definitely like, yeah, it's a it's an interesting place. But well, yeah, those are the yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I was just gonna say, you know, I think it is mature to realize that in it in its own self. So <laughs> there you go. Again, the overanalyzing. <laughs> <laughs> that actually brings up an interesting point, though, because um, you say you have a lot of things to say. But on your new track, Mom Jeans, you described it as the first time you really spoke out in a song. What do you mean by that? Well, I feel like a lot of the work, like I was very, I was a poetic person as a child. Um, very into, I was such a nerd. I was very into Shakespeare. <laughs> I no, like the worst kid. Oh my God. I was so annoying. Um, That's cool though. In <laughs> hindsight, it's cool. Sure. <laughs> I, mean, like, I was that kid. I was like, I was a kid who was like super deep and like, would like, Oh, Oh, um, metaphors for everything overcomplicated everything. Um, was like the, the English teacher's best friend because we would sit down and talk about like life and like, oh God. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, that was definitely a time in my life, but I, I feel like I definitely um, like didn't say everything that was on my mind when I was, or when I wrote, wrote a lot when I was younger, mm -hmm. I was just, I would, I would, say things in a way that would was poetic or more um beautiful i guess um and i guess with this new single mom jeans i really just kind of let loose it was kind of just like a word vomit um and like just like getting stuff out there and and i didn't even think anything of it i honestly like didn't even know if i was going to release the song because i was like I don't know, like, if people are going to like this, like, it's kind of just bullshit. Like, it's kind of just me just, like, saying stuff. Like, I was just like, yeah, it's too much, too much of Morgan. Um, There's not enough, like, I guess, like, fancy wording and stuff. And I was like, no, because people relate to that stuff. And people were, like, really connected with um, my bullshit. <laughs> so people were like, oh, she's doing the same thing I am. Um, And, like, it, it was just funny because, like, I, I really just 
said everything um, that was on my mind because it was a really weird time. I had just like gotten out of a relationship and like didn't really know where, who I was and where I stood. And I was tired of people's opinions of me and I was tired of my own opinions of myself. And I was like, just annoyed and like kind of in my like angsty teenager phase. Um, that was fun. Still kind of there a little bit. Um, not going to lie. I don't think that ever leaves you either. Yeah, no, literally. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like angry. Like I just a little bit, like I'm mostly a happy person, but I definitely have had my moments of uh, anger, <laughs> so to speak. But like, I, I definitely like with that song, just kind of like, let loose and and because of the place I was in it was just kind of like nice to it was just kind of like getting everything off my chest and yeah yeah, I mean that's kind of what that's that's what I mean by that but uh yeah it was it was a lot of a lot it was just everything for my brain I think that's so interesting though because I feel like you know that's what really makes your music unique is when you're not confining yourselves to like all right what is like the actual like music theory that i should be following right now when you just kind of let it out there and i mean you kind of like rap on the track too like i mean it's definitely very like unique i i I definitely recommend continuing this uh however you created it this this formula going forward thanks yeah no it's it's like it's it's definitely just fun it's like my this next project um this current project i'm we're working on and releasing songs from is is what i like to call like just chaos it's just like kind of utter chaos is how i'm looking at it <laughs> um and like whereas my my other project was just a lot of like it was very like thought out, like not thought out but like shit went down in that like in <laughs> on a company minor and i won't i won't get into it but there's <laughs> a lot of stuff happened yeah um and I, and basically this, this sort of, um, this next, this project is like a lot of just me kind of stepping into my own self and like, just cause I, yeah. And which is really chaotic. Like I realized me as a person is just a lot of a lot. And, and, um, and so I think that that's like mom jeans was just so great of like expressing that and, and the, the other tracks that are going to come out are a lot of that as well. And so I'm really excited because I'm like, like, this is just really fun. And like, it's a lot more fun and entertaining and just, but yeah, it's exciting. Do we have an idea of when we're going to roll out these tracks or the EP? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to start, I'm mom jeans is my first single off mm-hmm. of this next EP. The EP itself will probably drop sometime in the fall. Okay. Um, which is soon soon yeah isn't that weird? isn't that so weird i'm like um it's august no it's not like ew like it's <laughs> summertime like <laughs> what um oh it's so strange um but yeah i i'm releasing the project in fall in the fall theoretically and then um but the singles are just going to be rolling out for the next few months like i i'm very excited i'm going to probably release another single um called hammock uh <laughs> that's gonna be coming out that already sounds uh, fun oh it's 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 gnarly man uh it's a fun time it's a fun time i love that song so much um and uh that's gonna be rolling out in the next two three weeks and so it's just press the on the gas pedal and we're just fucking like sending it. it like down the fucking freeway right now like it's like it's super exciting, but it's a lot of, it's 
just a lot. <laughs> it's like, it's just like boom, 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 boom. But no, super of course, exciting. because after the EP, then comes the album, then comes tour. <laughs> so literally, it's just like at this point, like there's just no slowing down, which is like a little bit intimidating, but it's like so exciting and so fun. And like, I, I mean, just being a part of the music industry and like having the fans that I do now. And like, it's just like, everything is like rolling mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, and you're more. on the, like you're up, you're on the up slope. So right, things exactly. are going to continue to grow and you're going to have even more fans and think more opportunities. So it's like, you've got a lot cut out for you, but you still have even more coming that you don't even know about. I it's just, honestly, it's been so fun to just watch, um, the steady growth. Like I'm really happy that it's been super like steady, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, for me, that's like, that means a lot to me because it's like, I'm keeping these fans. I'm interacting with these people. I've been interacting with some of these people for the past two years. Like, like some of my fans I'm really close friends with, like, it's just like really important to me that it is a steady growth and that I do have a fan base. That is my fan base. Excuse me. And um, they're my friends and stuff. So it's been really fun to watch the steady progression. (laughs) And thank God for like the momentum on mom jeans because I was like freaking out a little bit. I was like, I don't know what's going (laughs) to happen. But then but then luckily people liked it. Thank God. because I need to make money so I can pay my rent. (laughs) Ah, my parents are like, yeah, good, good. <laughs> Show like, me the paycheck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Show me the royalties. Literally, they're like, okay, good. You're making money. Woo. Um, but yeah, it's it's yeah, it's very exciting and super fun. Well, that's awesome to hear. Morgan, before we depart, all right, theoretically, you're in Boston for a tour next year. We catch up. What do you want to have accomplished by the next time I see you? Oh man. Um, I mean, my EP will be out. So hopefully it's a number one um, EP. I, yeah. <laughs> hopefully like we're, you know, somewhere, hopefully I'm on Lorem. Like God. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, hopefully I have some, like, I'm hoping to get some sync deals maybe, or like start getting into some movies or TV shows and stuff like that. Like, we, like I talked about and, um, I'm just hoping to have like, I'm hoping to be on tour. I really mm. would love to be on tour. Um, I, honestly, it is so TBD. Um, what my my goals are, honestly, <laughs> like just so TBD at this moment yeah. in time. But I love that um, answer. That's hilarious because it's true. I, I mean, what like, do you know? <laughs> I have goals. Sure, I would love to like have millions of followers and fans and stuff and whatnot. But I mean. I'm happy with the steady growth that I have. I'm happy with whatever I can get. I'm happy to be on a small tour. I'm happy to be playing shows here and there. Like, I'm just happy to be doing this, you know? Like, I've always wanted to be a musician. I'm doing the thing. Like, it's just really exciting for me, and and I'm really happy to be doing this. So, um, yeah, I mean, if I see you, that's one of my goals. There you go. And I was, like, (laughs) going in Boston. Like, what the heck? Like, that's sure. Like, um, but, yeah, I mean – I'm, hope, I'm hoping to accomplish um, sustainability by that time <laughs> um, and paying my rent. There you there go. There we go. That's a great realistic goal. 
<laughs> there, yeah, I mean, I hope to be paying my rent um, and still be able to pay for a Netflix subscription <laughs> and possibly Spotify premium and some meals, you know, Just we some. Love the you know, here and there, <laughs> um, you know, getting the food in my system is always good. Um, but yeah, I think just like, that's, that's, that's where I'd love to be, um, for sure. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confident that you will achieve all of that.